Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Lover in the Ice. It was written by Caleb Stokes, and it's part of the Delta Green universe. I'm your game master, and this is episode four. Our recap will be given by uh, Matt Ryan as his character, uh, uh, Agent Warthog, Dick Todd. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Matt? Field notes, seven Jan, eight Jan, who knows? Finally got some sleep, flopped in hotel, all crash. Late night cataloging, cataloging green box items. Weird shit, of course. Puzzles, ciphers, is there a connection? Item, first one awake. Head with hatchet, item three on list, moving around, trying to escape, rolling up vertical surfaces. Takes whole team to capture it, bumbling around like the MF Stooges. Item, orange residual goo suggests Mills, green box keeper, was transformed into creature that tried to face fuck me. Husk of Mrs. Mills remains of second transformed creature. Item, local cop invites keys to view murder slash body of homeless man. Keys and dock assigned. Item, last catalog item, report by Ryan Whitehead. Item 10, see list. Recounts encounter with jungle lust monster in Brazil, I think, see evidence. Lust monsters, as described, arms and hands, head mostly mouth, torso, no legs, large dragging phallus, gathered evidence, bloody handprint, suggests chimpanzee-sized. Whitehead story suggests creature can transform others. Mill's house evidence corroborates idea. Story also suggests creature can be slain by standard procedures. Thought, creature indigenous to earth, extraterrestrial, interdimensional need living sample <laughs> excellent thank you all right so uh uh agent keys has gone over to the uh trailer uh to get on the computer and wait for a uh, for a de uh, detective filigree um Doc, did you go with him over there? I'll I'll finish up my coffee and then head over. Okay. Now um, it's lukewarm. And what were the rest of the three of you doing? Going? Oh, you were going back to the the house. Was that it? No, no. Uh, what is it? Uh, I was going to go and see uh, Miss uh, Cambria to try to get that uh, password we had requested. If uh, that isn't already in there all right um and uh agent warthog and agent cavalier i don't know what are we gonna do cavalier well i haven't been able to figure this box out right correct you've gotten you're on you're working on the eighth iteration eighth and it's uh only about three centimeters across at this point jesus christ okay you know, there are a lot of infinite components to some of these items. 
as I was going through them again, like this box that you've been working on, Cavalier, it could go forever. And that, that, uh, possible? well, I don't know, but that cylinder I turned around, that com in the mirror, that comic strip went forever, and that's not scientifically possible. But that was infinite. And there was another one. Um, the, the pictures throughout time. I mean, remember that? Remember there were those two people with the Roman busts and then all the paintings and then up to, I mean, it's kind of infinite too. I don't know if there's a thread there. It just came up as I was copying over my field notes. Hmm. So you think I'm wasting my time with this thing? I don't know if I would put it so bluntly, but I think that our efforts might be better served in the yeah. field. Um, Cavalier, do, do an intelligence roll. Oops, I'm sorry. Intelligence roll? Yeah. Um, oh, and yeah, that's a extreme success. That's extreme success. Um, you realize that everything about the box has had to do with some complexity with the number nine. Uh, Nine-sided box. Um, you have a funny feeling that the ninth box is the last one. I mean, you can't get much smaller. <laughs> and, I'm on, and I'm on the eighth. Box. And you're on the eighth. Um, uh, and and Agent Warthog, um, just to clarify, when you're looking at all of the paintings and the pictures and the busts, you're not seeing the same person because you see them in various stages of youth, middle age, old age. Um, it's just the same people over and over again. The children look like the parents. The parents look like the old people. So it's like generation after generation after generation, except that they all look exactly the same. That's kind of even creepier. <laughs> it's well, like they're all clones, and they always continue to be clones of themselves. All right. Well, what do you think we should do? Think we should go out and try and hunt down this escaped creature? That is part of our job. Yes, but if you t if you tell me that um, revelation you had about that you think the night box might be significant, then oh, I it, would, yeah, it might be. I mean, it's only two steps away. Try to figure it out. Are you how smart are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on a scale of you know like three to 18 or like yeah one to a hundred maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i could yeah, try yeah. it i could try it if you're really stumped but have a look and see i've been okay. on this one for like two days i think now well the no, cavalier days, but explains to you that the first couple of boxes were fairly easy um and they got progressively harder and uh last few boxes we're getting into some theoretical calculus and trying to figure out what the next move would be um at this point uh when you start to fiddle with it it you, you don't have a clue what what it's doing but um do you have any occult or mythos i do have a cult can i make an occult roll sure that's a pass Okay. 
um, you start to think that it might have something to do with some weird sort of stuff that you've read in some weird texts, maybe back at Miskatonic University or Harvard or, or something like that. Something about the number nine is rolling around in your head. But you don't know what. I mean, it's that it seems like you're getting into real weird quantum theory sort of stuff at this point. Mm. Yeah, correlations between quantum theory and ancient mathematics. But you don't immediately solve it. It's right. Yeah, and I say to Cavalier that uh, other than this being a little trippy and weird. I don't know if I'm going to be any better at this than you have been. But we might as well wait for the team and see what they uncover before we go shooting up the suburbs. All right. Um, it's Sorry, your keys. Yeah, I can just keep working on it then. Okay. Agent Keys, uh, you are in front of the computer. Yeah. You still figure you got about 15 minutes before. Uh, okay. Well, I want to find that Bible that we found before. The Bible? Okay. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that's next to me. Um, so first off, just out of curiosity, I'm going to search up the Starkweather expedition because that was one of the things. Just search it up, see if anything interesting comes out of that. All right. But it's more of curiosity rather than... Uh, there, there are online records uh, from Miskatonic University that there were at least two... Uh, expeditions to Antarctica uh, that were um, trying to find um, if, in fact, Antarctica was one continent or two. They were trying to probe through the ice and find that out. The first expedition, which I can't think of off the top of my head, um, ended in disaster. Uh, nobody survived. Uh, nobody was quite sure. The second expedition was the Starkweather Moore expedition, and they were sent to find out what happened to the first expedition. They also never showed up again. Okay. But other than that, yeah, they think that they were just mishap. That's uh, Antarctica. So, I'll make a note on they've gone but two groups have gone missing there might have been another expedition at some point who knows of course there's a bigger question if they were completely lost how do you have some of these artifacts true very true and i'll make note of that um big question marks on my uh, bit of paper uh so also i want to look to see if there's any other than the password for the uh, heating board thing I want uh -huh. to see if there's any files that are password encrypted on the computer. Well, the computer it itself is kind of divided. Um, any stuff that was personal to Skip is actually you've already broken into it. Okay. Um, the stuff that actually has to do with the government, uh, the the running of the power grid, and all of that—that's that's what's encrypted. Okay. So. I'm going to look at the 
Bible verses again. I'm going to okay. look at them. And I want to see if I could figure out, because Skip obviously went a little bit crazy if he had made, if there's any correlation between the password and the Bible verses. Or... Well, um, we'll say that you look up all of the passwords, uh, all of the, uh, the passages uh, in the scriptures, you read them through. They all just seem like random verses. Okay. Um, do you want to do a, a sig sig int roll? Yes, I will. Oh, fuck me! Oh, I have seventy, but I got seventy-eight. Hey, uh, keys, you making any progress? I spend luck because I have luck, so I spend eight luck to get a success. You can't spend luck in Delta Green. We don't spend luck. I don't spend luck shit. <laughs> Yeah, because um, luck is just a flat 50. Oh, luck is just 50. Flat 50 roll, okay. Shit. Um, okay, I failed. So, yeah. uh, be sure to check it, though. Jerry, do you want to have a go at it? Do you have SIGINT? Oh, no, I don't. How about just roll intelligence? Oh, man. I'm really struggling. Uh, that's a three. You've got a three. 85. <laughs> well, it, it immediately strikes you, considering all of the things that uh, that Agent Keys has gone through, he's got a piece of paper in his hand with things written on it that have been scratched out one by one. Maybe that's the password. Mm. Okay. And so, yeah, I, uh, uh, Agent Keys, let me let me see that real quick. The uh, the paper, uh, not the Bible. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there you go. If you can figure it out, I will. Okay. Do what I can with the computer. All right. So these are all, well, these are all crossed out. Hmm. Try that one. Okay. Oh. So you type in First Corinthians, whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. That's the password. Okay. The password in your hand uh. all along. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are we're, we're right. in. So you awesome. are in the grid. What you see on the grid. I don't have a representation to show you, but it's basically the layout of the whole city. And you can see where there are power drains. Um, okay. You can see which, where, where electricity has been restored and where it hasn't. Now, in Skip Mills area, there are only a few houses that seem to have survived the, uh, the storm. Uh, power lines were knocked down in a lot of cases. Uh, but there's maybe, oh, a dozen or so houses not too far from mills uh, that, that also have power. You also see the, uh, the local high school right nearby. Um, uh, you see the college district, which is all got power. Um, you also get all of the data on when power was restored and all that sort of stuff. Uh, power was restored at the college yesterday. Um, uh, power never failed right in, in Skip's neighborhood, except for most of the houses. You can also guess, because of the previous records, which houses are probably abandoned or, or were up for sale, because there was no power there for a month. You know? Okay. Um, 
but it's complex. There's a lot of them. There's that's out in the suburbs. There's block after block after block after block of houses. Oh Jesus, Doc, this is uh, there's a lot here. But if you can see around Skip's place, there are a few houses yeah. that I can assume are occupied somewhere. Some of them would be occupied. Yeah, occupied or at least uh, warm. Yeah, so maybe. Which. Do you think we can print off a map of this? Is there a printer in here? Yeah, there should be a printer. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, let's print off a map of this and then. We could um, text one of the others to come pick it start, up and they can. We can start making a trail or yeah. a potential trail. Because um, then you say it left through the roof or something? or Yeah, it. Uh, well, it it smashed a hole in the ceiling and then crawled out. The there was a crawl space, and it uh, it crawled out of the crawl space. Hmm. So um, you can try before, to guess its route. Before he gets to your door, uh, because the trailer is lifted up and there's wooden steps coming up to the the door, you can hear clunk 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 on the stairs, and then there's a a knock on the. On the door. Okay. Uh, oh shit, he's. Uh, uh, I'll I'll get that. You take care of this. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just uh, I'll just guess. I'll circle all the houses on there, and I'll make a a trail of some kind. Off assumptions. Okay. Um, you answer the door, and it is a detective, police detective. Um, uh. Hi, uh, I'm uh, Detective Filigree. I'm looking for uh, Mr. Weathers. Oh, yeah, he's he's in here. You must be the uh, you must be the deputy. Yes, uh, kind of working my own case just to see if I. And he he kind of looks embarrassed. He says, I, "I'm not really a detective, but that's what I'm after. I uh, I want to become one." Uh, <laughs> Vertical yeah. mobility is is always. How, yeah. how you doing today, Phil? It, I'm doing great. Uh were you able to uh were you able to get the grid up? Uh yeah. Um Yeah, we just did. I I hide the uh what we were doing just in one of the drawers. <laughs> and then I bring I usher him over so he can have a look at the screen. Oh, excellent. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's quite a bit of uh your your name was Filigree. Filigree. Okay. Filigree. Uh, Land of Snecht. Huh. You'll have to help me pronounce call me, that Call one. me Doc. Everyone does. <laughs> All right, Doc. Um, you're a doctor, huh? Um, well, so here's the thing. Let's take a look at this. Um, now, here, and he points to an area that is probably within a half a mile of Skip's house, okay? okay. He says, here's where we found the body at this uh, strip mall uh, at the end of this block. Um, and- uh, Does the strip mall have power? Uh, the strip mall does not have power at the moment. Oh, okay. um, but there's just some anomalies that make me think that this was maybe not a homeless guy. 
you know. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of thinking that maybe he came from one of the houses that still had power. So I figure where he is here that, you know, within a, a certain radius. When was the, when was the body found? Oh, body was, was found. If it was found in the morning, then ideally the, uh, the guy was out wandering um, in the middle of the night. And that would uh, it, severely limit his uh, his mobility. Well, it was found on January fifth at ten a.m. Okay, so two days ago. Okay, yeah. So we shouldn't we shouldn't expect uh, a marathon from this guy. Now you're a you're a doctor. You said. I mean, maybe yes. you'd like to take a look. It's yeah, I, I can. Brought him I can. I can do a. I can do a quick. Uh, a quick right. examination. Well, I got my um, car, so if you want, we can go down to the county morgue. Yeah, and I can I can go there officially under the guise of uh, scoping out medical equipment, you know. Well, the policeman's bringing you along, so. Yeah, and, yeah. well, the FEMA, FEMA doesn't like us working other stuff while we're on the clock. Yeah, if you, if you guys head to the car, I'll be there in just two minutes. I just need to... Log out federal, of the and all that. federal so bureaucracy and all that. All right. uh, however, I'm actually going to uh, mark the strip mall on the on the map that we okay. printed out, and maybe because then I can draw a, a line, because a fairy line. Well, you area. should bring the bring the map with you so that we can check out some of these houses that are. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fucking if I was going to have to go door off. to door. It would take yeah, me forever a, if I went door to door. I print off a map for me to have a map for Doc, and then I'm going to leave this one that we were drawing on, okay. on the desk. Yeah. All right, cool. So while that's going on, um, Cavalier and uh, oh, Agent Forrest, you walked over to the main building, and once again, like yesterday, it was just packed with people all of them complaining, even worse than before. Um, and you look past the crowd, and you can see, uh, uh, you can see our, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miss uh, Cambria. Yeah, Miss Cambria. Um, she's being run ragged. She's just going back and forth. Um, uh, you, you're not sure whether you should, well, it's up to you whether you push forward, uh, which would probably piss everybody in line off or uh step aside official business all right <laughs> so you 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 push forward let people get out of your way they look angry and complainy um and you get up to her and she's like oh yeah um you're one of the fema people mm -hmm. um listen what we're gonna have to do is reset that password um I've I've put in a request, but I haven't gotten a response yet. It's just okay. been a day. Sure, sure. What is it? Uh, is there another uh, person that happens to have a, uh, what is it, access to a separate account? Uh, more than anything, we need that information so that we can determine uh, which houses have power and which don't uh, if we're going to organize uh, a response here. Yeah, I'm just afraid that that it's still disaster in mode. So, um, 
We will get you that information as soon as we possibly can. Alrighty, and I'm going to uh, leave her my uh, my cell phone number and say, uh, call me the very second this comes up. What is it? Uh, like I said, uh, this is a uh, what is it uh, in a a rescue response, so people's lives could very well be in danger. I understand. And I will step aside uh, and leave her to her business, not knowing that the guys left the trailer. I would probably go straight there to see what. Right. Uh, well, as you're, that was happening at the same time. So as you are stepping out of the building, you see them stepping out onto the porch of the trailer. What is it? Um, you're just across the parking lot from them. All right. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be able to see you, I assume. So. I will wave to them, and if they don't wave me over, I'm just going to keep walking. I will wave okay, them over. Okay, yeah. I'll come over then. Uh, hey, hey Gaze. Forrest, uh, we have access to the grid, by the way. Oh, yeah, good. We just got that. Uh -huh. Oh, good. Uh, what is it? Uh, the lady at the front desk is uh, completely swamped. She probably wouldn't have been able to uh, get us access there for quite a while. It's uh, oh, yeah, fortuitous. It's a, it's a zoo in there. Yeah, don't don't worry. Honestly, we're, we're, honestly, yeah. I'd go in there. I'd go in there and tell her that we've got the password, so just so she has a little bit less on her plate. Well, uh, if we got the uh, password and we got the information we need, uh, we can start uh, doing our job here. Uh, oh. Do you want me to uh, go get uh, Ward or uh, well. Dick and Corey and uh, basically go, um, what is it, uh, driving around and uh, getting to work? Well, Forrest, um, in, uh, if you go get them on, in the trailer, I've left a map. I've marked up possible locations as uh, within our business that we are currently uh, conducting um, that you could check out. Understood, yeah. Alex. What and is the, it? Uh, the system's still logged in on in there. So. Yep. I'll uh I'll start uh. What is it? I'll start uh getting the boys on uh our day job here while you guys uh, take care of this little side project. All right. Sounds okay. good. What is it? Uh, call me if you need me. Sure thing. All right, and uh, then I'm going to get the map and then get, uh, what is it, uh, Dick and Corey, what is it, and uh, take our vehicle, uh, what is it, uh, to uh, go try to chase down some of the sites. Okay. Now, when you get that map in your hand, you notice that uh, uh, Agent Keys has marked a strip mall on the end and what is it uh and what is it uh doc and i had chased the what is it uh trail of the creature up to a tree line so we at least know a direction that it started in was it and, a tree line or a fence a tree line i believe well, there was there were okay. trees but it was a it was a fence and okay on, okay and on the map i marked for possible split locations for it, one going towards the mall and yeah. others going to some of the uh, heated areas. 
Well, I'm thinking that uh, knowing which direction it started in would give me a rough estimate of like, you know, which house, houses have power in that direction versus, you know, the ones that it would have to double back to get to. What's, wait, what does this map show us, Forrest? Uh, these are the houses that uh, have power. And uh, the one thing we know about that critter is um, it, uh, it likes hot uh, temperatures. It likes to be warm. Yep. So it's probably going to go, uh, what is it, uh, from a cold area to a warm area. So it's going to be drawn to one of these places that has power. Mills's place was really warm. Oh, yeah. I mean, would the power grid show if there was a huge draw of juice like that? Uh, it should uh, show whether or not uh, power is being drawn from the grid. Most uh, meters are, uh, what is it, uh, collected over uh, phone lines, basically, so they don't have to send some guy down there in shorts to actually read the meter. But you're also assuming uh, that it's heated with electricity. It could be heated with oil. This is true. Or gas. So, okay, so what's the plan here? The three of us are going to go door to door? Or we're going to go to places with power and see if there's a lost monster there? What is it? Uh, I think that we need to uh, drive by and look for unusual activity. Maybe, uh, what is it, uh, knock on a couple doors? Although based on those notes that uh, the early stages may not be incredibly apparent, but uh, if we go to like a place that has, what is it, uh, the attic fan torn out and drag marks going up the side of the building, I think we got our guy. There might be other ways to tell. Real quick, let's look at what kind of heat we're carrying. I mean, you guys brought back what? Three uh, rifles and a pistol? Nope, three shotguns, one, uh, long rifle with a scope and one pistol. Well, I think we should go armed to the balls. I mean, is what is it a big caliber pistol? What is it? Uh, no, I think it's just a sidearm. It was something that uh, Doc thought in case we needed to conceal a weapon. And the long arm, is that semi-auto or full auto or is it some kind of bolt action something? We never established. I made sure that I got something with a scope, but more than likely it's going to be bolt. Yeah, we just we just grabbed a big hunting rifle. Okay, yeah, that's basically so we've got six, three hundred eight, okay. something like that. Perfect. So we've got so we've got three probably pump shotguns. We've got a revolver or a semi-auto. I don't want to sound like a gun nut, but I want, <laughs> I want to know what we've got. Uh, I didn't distinguish, so I'm going to probably say. 38 special just because it's the you know okay. probably the most common that could be concealed easily okay okay so we so okay so we've got a revolver and then we've got perfect i like that a ton okay i mean ultimately here we got three people and five guns so i mean i i don't think that uh armaments are going to be a problem <laughs> cavalier are you um are you good with a gun um, well, yeah. All right, so that means, and then what about you, Forrest? Are you good with a gun? I'm fair. I'm trained. As am I. Pretty well. All right, so we're all taking a shotgun, and then I think we've packed... Those are three shotguns. Rifles. 
Hmm? Oh, there's only three of us going, yeah. Okay. There's only three of us going. So, but we'll yeah. bring the we'll bring the 30 out six, and then um one of us, Cavalier, you or me, should carry the revolver. What is it? Uh I think that who whoever is getting close should carry the revolver because that's not gonna do us any good from a distance. Um Right. And Cavalier, you were the first one in the attic. So if you're our tunnel guy, I hand you the 357. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. You take the long gun then. Okay. All right, let's ride. What is it? Uh, you want me to? Uh, what is it? Uh, you want me to drive and just keep the car ready to go? Sure. All right, we'll do that. All right. So you guys get up and you, you walk to the door and as you get to the door uh, and open it, uh, Agent Forrest and Agent Warthog, you start out the door and you look back and Cavalier is stopped in his tracks and he's staring at that little box that he's left on the counter. Um, and he's looking He's looking like he's working something out in his mind. Like maybe the answer is coming to him. How to solve the box. What is it? Uh, you, you can bring it with. Just come on. I don't know if we want to bring it. Just give him a minute. Cavalier, you think you're close with that box? Yeah, I think so. Can I finish it? Can I try it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll try my idea. All right. So he starts fiddling with it, and um, you can see that he begins to concentrate very hard on on solving this thing. You can see little beads of sweat coming off of his forehead as he's doing it. But then suddenly, uh, you see the box sort of open, and you see a look of elation come over his face as he solves it. And suddenly, there is a blinding white flash of light and a crack like uh, an electrical discharge and, uh, and a sort of a and the smell of ozone, and there's nothing there. Agent Cavalier has disappeared, oh. and the box has disappeared, and there is just this strong smell of ozone in the room. Uh, is there a uh, pile of dust where he used to stand? <laughs> there is not. There is nothing at all. Hmm. How about the uh, outer boxes that uh, he had uh, solved? They're all with? gone. Ooh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. That doesn't uh, sound good. Quick <laughs> look around the hotel, like our area. The other rooms, that is, maybe he just transported them four or five feet. Yeah, sure. Okay, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go around and uh, I'm going to try to smell the same kind of burnt ozone smell to see if like there's another area or room that has that. Um, the smell in your own room is quickly dissipating 
and you don't smell that anywhere else. Oof. Damn. I text to the other guys, man down, man down. Actually, that's a good point. I'm just going to call uh, Cavalier and see if he answers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there is no answer. Uh. The phone doesn't ring, or the phone the phone doesn't exist. There's Ooh. no. I don't know what you get. Yeah, just a deadline, or you'd get uh, no longer. Well, it goes straight to voicemail. Okay, so it goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. I uh, I look at uh, Dick and I say, um, we were in here with another guy, right? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What what about the things that Cavalier had on him? Those are all gone too. All of it, his clothes, everything. Just the uh, just the box, right? He and had like uh, his personal effects, his well, the revolver. Whatever That's in the he car. Had, we whatever he had on his person. Yeah, I mean, all the guns and stuff were in the car. We were talking right. about uh, splitting them up, and as we went to leave the room, basically, he went back for the box, so he didn't have any guns on him. Right. Yeah. We'll come back to that. Um, and uh, uh, Ian will now be playing the part of Deputy Elias uh, Filigree. So, Deputy Filigree and uh, Agent Keys and uh, Doc, uh, you head over to the morgue. Yep, um, I'm taking them there to see the body, yeah? Yeah. Yep. There are uh, people on duty, of course, but uh, they know Filigree, so they let him in. They'll let you in with them. Uh, and you go downstairs to the refrigeration units and uh, he takes you to the John Doe <coughs> that they have found. He opens up the, the locker and pulls out the, the slab and pulls back the, the cloth. So what you see is a young man. He looks like maybe he uh, was in his mid-twenties, maybe late-twenties. Uh, he is uh, African-American, um, but you immediately notice that he is clean-shaven. Uh, he appears to be well-groomed. His fingernails are clipped, um, and he has a number of stab wounds. Um, hmm. You can ask me what questions, you or you can... Uh, do medical work. Well, do yes, think, I can yeah. see. I can see what you mean. Oh, um, I see oh, what you mean, deputy. He's also. Uh, he was dressed uh, only in boxer shorts. Uh, he had one bare foot. Uh, he had a sock on the other foot, and. Um, well, he had a he had a T-shirt, but it was just a wife beater, and not uh, certainly not substantial for being out in the cold. So, like he was sleeping in it. 
well or undressing and then ran off or something right okay yeah this looks odd very odd um oh deputy are there any swabs any swabs around here yeah i imagine there are yeah yep sure oh yeah over there okay thank you um I'm going to I'm going to try and swab the inside of one of the incisions. Okay. And see if I see any of the orange shit. Uh, you don't, but do an alertness. Okay. Okay, that's a pass. Okay. Um, it looks like he's been s- stabbed at least four or five times. Um, most of the wounds are not wouldn't be lethal but maybe the last one punctured enough that you think that he probably didn't die from bleeding. He died from exposure. Okay. Okay. But on his left thigh, um, uh, near his groin, you see four little puncture marks and you see a little bit of that orange residue. They're not, deep but they're they're like uh, what what uh, agent warthog had it's just a superficial bite hmm doc what do you see anything interesting well these uh, i think he died from exposure that's... None of these, none of these uh, incisions by themselves would, would be, um, they'd be exceptionally painful. And if they got uh, infected or were left unattended, they could be fatal. But okay, yeah. this look, this this man looks like he was in a fight. Um, may may or may not have lost, and then ran off into the snow. Um, and then there's this over here, and then I point at the uh, incisions. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the puncture wounds. That's okay, uh, so... yeah, interesting. This is, re- this is definitely. Um, and I'll, I'll raise my eyebrow yeah. to keys. Yeah, I. While while also trying to swab up most of the uh, most of the orange shit to get it out of there. I make note of it, and um... Um, Deputy Filigree, what did you you said that this was by the strip mall? Are there any houses near that that have? Well, yeah, uh, it's on the it's on power? the end of a it's on the end of a suburban block. He was okay. in the ATM machine, mm-hmm. curled up. Has has the okay. guy been identified, Filigree? Do we have any? We don't know who he is, um, but. Oh. Uh, Agent Keys do uh, an alertness. Uh, that is 36 and I have 40, so that's... Uh, no right. ID on him? Well, uh, no, there was no ID, no pants. Um, however, Agent right. uh, Keys, you notice that he has a tattoo on his arm uh, that looks military. Okay. Um, you can do a knowledge or an intelligence roll, see if you know what it is. Uh, Twenty-one, and I have seventy-five. And it's a National Guard. It's a it's a National Guard emblem and a unit number. Okay, we can. So he's got 
National Guard, he's got unit number here. We can trace that to find out who he is, where he lives, I guess. We can do that. Definitely. Well, there are computers in the morgue, so. Yeah, I'll get I'll get on that straight away. I'll, I'll, I'll tell Doc about it, but then I'll get on to trying to sell okay. out. Hmm. Um, Doc, also, there's quite a lot of really good equipment in this more in the lab the, uh, where the morgue is. I'm going to see. Okay, so do we have... We've already microscoped the the orange fluid. What kind of spectroscopy do they have? Um, they've got some pretty good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can just say that you're going to use their equipment and oh, okay, examine. You don't want you don't want me getting into specifics. Yeah, I, I know that you could do that. Um, <laughs> All right. So, um, do a biology roll. Why is nothing? <laughs> Trying to find it on the sheets. Just, just oh, uh, just your science. Well, that's science. a that's a ninety three. So that's not very that's not particularly useful. All right, um, the stuff is baffling. Uh, you don't gain any more information than you got before. The <sighs> one thing that you do a, kind of get a ninety dollar gas tube. Um, the the one thing that you do sort of get for it from it though, is from your previous what you what you found out about the stuff. Um, that it, it seems to attach itself to DNA and replicate um, or, or attempt to replicate, you think that there's an issue with the amount of substance that uh, on just a small superficial bite, there's not enough of the orange liquid to do anything. Uh, it might start, but it, it doesn't have any more of the orange liquid. Um, if you had a bathtub full of the orange liquid, um, it could reproduce a, a person maybe in a couple so of it, days. It needs, so it needs critical mass. Right. All right. I'll, I'll make note of that. All right. Um, you other two guys, um, you were heading, you were heading for the house or what? Uh, we are going. Gardner disappeared. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what, no sanity check or anything? Nobody gave Yeah, you guys do a sanity check. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Oh, there goes Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Cavalier always disappearing in a bright flash. That's so Cavalier. I made it. I passed the sanity. Yeah. I, I did as well. I, I think you should still take at least two points of sanity. That's generous. <laughs> well, you don't know what happened, so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Dick, from now on, uh, let's handle those items a bit more carefully and uh, buddy system. Um, 
are we, I don't know what to do. Are we still gonna proceed with the plan? We've got to tell, we've got to tell Keys and um, Doc that Cavalier disappeared. What is it, uh, we, can, uh, we can text them on the way. I mean, I don't think that they're going to be able to uh, help here any more than we can. Um, and that thing is still out there. We I mean, also did get a panic, a panic text that said, man yeah. down, man down. <laughs> yeah, I say, uh, what is it, uh, buddy system here, we stick together and uh, we do this uh, as quickly as we can and hopefully we can, uh, what is it, uh, rely on the other guys to uh, basically go through and do their part. Well, yeah, let's get in the car and at least get some guns. And then I but guess, yeah, yeah, you can drive us, we can make some drive around look-sees and, and, and maybe I'll call, or I'll text, I'll text both um, Keys and Doc and say, uh, call when you can, period. Cavaliers disappeared, period. All right. And uh, what is it? Uh, you can carry that uh, pistol if you want, but uh, we're still uh, undercover as uh, FEMA here, so don't uh, don't go like waving uh, shotguns in anybody's face here as we're driving around. That's just going to raise more questions. That's sound thinking. All right. Uh, so we're going to load up, and um, I think at first we're going to. Uh, go by in the area that uh, this thing disappeared in the houses that have uh, heat, well, that we know that have electricity and basically look at uh, those and see if there's any obvious signs of, uh, you know, skullduggery, like windows busted out, fans ripped out, that kind of thing. How many of these houses are encased in ice? Oh, probably every, every house here. Yeah. yeah. It's a blizzard. The snow has begun to subside for a bit, but it could just as easily come right back. In. All right. So you guys are going to head towards uh, uh, Skip's house again, and yep. then work your way around the neighborhood. You have yep. a you have a map that shows you which houses are occupied. Oh. And, yep. uh, all right. So you guys are, are off doing that. Um, the three of you at the morgue. Um, Agent Keys, do, uh, do a signal intelligence. 69 on 70. So that's fine. Okay. Um, you're able to locate uh, the, uh, the number. Uh, you do some cross-referencing, and uh, you find that the nearest uh, National Guard outpost is in Jefferson City, Missouri. And this fellow here uh, is most likely, um, well, you, you can identify him. His name is uh, Jonah Washington. And his residence is 1824 West Ambrosia Street, which is the same street that Skip Mills's house is on. Okay, I text that to 
Forest and Warthog. Okay. And then I tell Doc about it as well. Tell Doc and I also tell Filigree that I've identified this man. Right, so you know the house that he came from. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, at least we know a bit, bit more now. Might be more helpful. Hmm. I would right. like to do a... I'm going to do a psych... I'm going to do a psych roll on uh, on the deputy to see how how solid he is and whether or not I want to bring him along. Uh, that's a success. Do well, I get do I get the do I get the idea that he's reliable? Yeah. Um, also, you're not sure how you could prevent it anyway. This is his case. Right, right. So, okay. From his perspective, he's brought you in on the case. So, exactly. I'll I'll gesture I'll gesture the deputy over to the uh, the equipment. Yeah. So, what'd you find out? This orange fluid here is some kind of um, mutagen. What does that mean? Well, it means there could be some shenanigans going on here. Like this, whatever, whatever caused this is uh, concerning. Not sure where it comes from, but Uh, in, in small quantities like this, I believe the uh, immune system can overcome it, but larger quantities, I'm not sure what would happen. We should, we should go and see, we should go and see what, uh, what occurred at this guy's residency. Agreed. So you figured out who he was. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, in Washington. At eighteen twenty-four, West Ambrosius told Filigree yep. that. Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well then, yeah, let's do that indeed. All right. I'll drive. I imagine I have a cruiser. Yeah. You drove them here in your cruiser. Yeah, I um, did. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right. So you're headed out towards uh, the house, and at the same time, uh, uh, the other guys are. Uh, you've gotten to Skip's house. You were you were out of the car and looking around in the backyard when you got the text message. So you are now heading down. You think that it's maybe five houses down, and okay. from your from your uh, your grid, map grid, um, none of the houses in between are heated are, are electricity, uh, but that house is. Okay, uh, what is it, uh, Dick? I say we get over there and uh, try to uh, secure the scene before they get here. You're muted. How much information did we get in the text? 
uh, just the address, I believe, uh, and the name of the uh, person who was uh, attacked. I would have put a little. I'm, I would have put the about the orange. You would have. That. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that the creature is most likely in there. Well, shit. <laughs> Are we it, going uh, in? Uh, I wouldn't recommend it, but uh, I say we go around and we make sure that, uh, what is it, it can't escape, and we'll wait for them to go in the front. How many, do we know uh, how many people, how many people live there? No clue. Is there a way to find that out? Well, we can go and knock on the door if you want. I mean... I would think it'd be safer for us to uh, sneak around the back, uh, you know, and wait for uh, something to come our way. We can do a quick perimeter march. I'm taking the 30-06. And from here on in, I have the revolver. What is it? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll throw it out there that uh, that's not going to do you much good uh, in a close-range scenario. You may want to take this uh, shotgun because... What is it? Uh, unless they have like a sprawling estate here, whatever are, you're shooting at just, is just houses. It's suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. Long gun's not going to do you much good. Well, if I hit it, it will. <laughs> I don't want to get close. Let's. I'm just going to take the thirty out six and walk. Just walk around, kind of like the property line. Oh, first. What nearby houses have power besides the Washington house? Does the house, you said there were five non-powered houses between Washington and Mills. What's on the other side of Washington? Powered or dead houses? Yeah, well, no, there's maybe a couple houses that have power, but they're farther down. They're farther down. Okay. What is it? Uh, if at all possible, I'm going to try to uh, get into this um, to get into the house at the address that we want uh, from the house behind it and jumping over like the gate or fence in the back. All right. Basically so that uh, we don't uh, come from the front. All right. So you're, you're going through, sure. you're going through the backyards of hmm. the interval houses. All right. Little rascal style. Does the house on the other side of the block from Washington have power? Uh, I, good question. Um, no. Okay, okay, perfect. So then, yes, we'll cut through that yard. Right. All right. So the separation between these yards is a small chain link fence, but the chain link fence is only about four feet high. Mm. So easily, easily gotten over. Um, you go over the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. And as you're coming up to the one in between the, the yard you're in and, uh, and uh, the uh, 1824 West Ambrosia Street, uh, you can see that there are a number of cars parked in the backyard. Looks like there are three. Two of them are completely buried in ice. The third one is a Jeep-style uh, car, and it is not. It is setting in the driveway. Um, it seems it's got some snow on it uh, that, that has recently fallen. 
but it obviously was not here during the ice storm. Okay. What is it? Uh... How much snow has fallen on it? Has it been here an hour, two hours? Uh, probably uh, a day or so. Okay, but it wasn't here for this. Okay, so no. it's like, and I whisper this to Forrest, it's like he wasn't here and he came home to check on things. Uh, it could also be that uh, one of his neighbors or somebody he knew in the city was uh, lost power and came over here to shelter with him because they knew he had it. True, that, it could be that. Um, okay, but if it's three cars, that means there's probably more people in there. Oh yeah, this is a this is a populated area. We it's, may uh, it's we a large need... large two story house. Yeah, we definitely need to wait for the guys before we crack this one. But I like your idea about the perimeter. I'm going to uh, stay. Wait, just hang on a sec. I quick text both Doc and Keys, and the All text right. says on site. What's your ETA? Oh, I'll give the address. Um, eighteen twenty. They, they have it. They gave yeah, it to you. They gave it to us. Oh, okay. So I say on site. Five minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll reply. Five, five minutes. Yeah, let's uh, let's establish a perimeter before we uh, attempt to breach here. Okay, we are in. I text. We are in backyard. Period. Armed. Period. All right. And then I um, get text again. Cavalier still missing. Period. All right. Uh, Agent Forrest and Agent Todd. Do a um, do an alertness. Oh, good. Yes, <laughs> a ten under a twenty-two. Wow, I uh, I hose that one good. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dick, as you are looking nervously at the house, um, you can see where the snow. Uh, seems to have sort of subsided in the backyard against the house. And as you, you strain to look, you realize that the doors, or the outside doors to the basement, look like they have been broken in. Yeah. I, I tap Forrest on the shoulder, and then I point. Oh, geez, what? Oh, <laughs> I point to the, the basement doors. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's definitely the entry point there. What is it? Uh, we definitely need to. Uh, what is it? Uh, guard that in case they try to uh, come out that way. What is it? Uh, when we get word that they're up in front, I suppose we can uh, come in there and. What is it? Uh, have a little bit of a uh, scissor maneuver. You can see the front yard. You can see the front of the house. Yeah, you can't it's not see a the front property. of the house. You can see the street in front. Yeah, it's not that big of a property. Well, you yeah. see it. You see a police car turning the corner and heading in your direction. Let's just. Well, I'm going to walk to the right of the house. You walk to the left of the house. We'll meet in the front just to see what we see, and then we'll bring everybody up to speed. What is it? Uh... I'll uh, I'll point to his uh, rifle and say, uh, "You sure you want to be waving that around when a cop drives up?" Yeah, and FEMA, it's cool. 
<laughs> I want to hear that argument. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Keys and Doc and uh, Filigree, uh, you pull up into the front and uh, Filigree, you immediately notice that there's a couple of creepy looking fellows hiding in the backyard uh, with guns. Uh, but they're also dressed like FEMA. <laughs> Do, those your friends? <clears throat> yeah. Allegedly. Mm. Any reason why they're hiding in the bushes with guns? Have not a clue. Hmm. I would assume backup. I did let them know that there was a mutagen involved. We'll have to talk with them about. Uh, should I be wearing like about the response? Should I be wearing a mask or something? Mm, maybe, eh, potentially. <laughs> yeah. What do you have in your What do you have in your vehicle? I don't know. Do I have a mask in my vehicle? Well, we'll have some. They talk about a, a riot, riot helmet. <laughs> probably Gas mask. Probably, probably have. Not. We'll probably have face shield. masks. All right. Well. Uh, just don't swallow any unknown orange fluids. Should be fine. I'll I'll go right. and I'll go and talk with them. The whole yeah, I get out of the car. Right. Yeah, and I'll I'll walk over. Forrest. Todd, what are you doing? What is it? Uh, we found the uh, entry point for uh, the entity. Oh. In the back of the house, the yeah. basement doors have been busted in. What is it? Right. Uh, what 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 entity? Hi, I'm sorry, we haven't been uh, introduced. Uh, what is Forrest it? Uh, name's Forrest, and you were uh, Deputy Elias Filigree. Huh. Pleasure, sir. What is it? Uh, Uh, the short of it is uh, we've been uh, chasing something. Uh, we found some tracks leading up to the place, and uh, the, what is it, uh, location was breached over yonder. Chasing something? What are you chasing? Not quite sure, but uh, what is it? Uh, we suspect it uh, may have hostile intent. And this has to do with the emergency situation here what is no. it uh no 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 it's it's taking advantage of the emergency situation officer uh we think it might be some sort of cult activity and uh broken into the house was kind of a breaking and entering thing and uh, and we've got pretty good evidence that uh the family or residents inside are at risk could oh, be we better, go, we better go in then i'll lead the way yeah there you go okay I'll follow right behind Filigree. Keys, we've got some um, additional armament in the car. Actually, I'll, I'll so do I. Are, are, you, are you saying we're going to need additional armament? You might. Uh, we have uh, reason to believe that uh, there are violent intentions of this entity. Mm. Or call. Right? Well, I'm probably mm. already wearing my vest. Yeah. Especially since it's so cold. Uh, but I'll pop the trunk open then, and I'll holster my nine millimeter, and I'll pull out the AR-15 from the trunk. 
Only in America. I'll pick I'll pick up a shotgun from the from our car. And then... Doc, we got one left. And I'll go right up there and knock on the door. And then I'll follow Philip get ready. I got my shotgun. I'm uh, I'm going over by the uh, basement that's uh, kind of breached, so that uh, gonna... if something comes out, I'll be there waiting. Okay. I'm gonna arm myself with a flashlight and a medical bag. Do we have <laughs> our jackets say FEMA or anything? Is that is it all? Do we all look the same? Yes, you've you've all been you were all given costumes if you were right. by uh, yeah right yeah. Right. yeah don't they have like blue jackets like a blue yeah, jackets blue. you got yeah, little yeah. blue hats on yeah. yep. I think we should deputy. Go. all right I think Forrest I think we should go in the back and just stay right. in the back and make sure no one yeah no one runs all right which I'm, um, I'm going to the front door right. yeah I'll um, I'll go with the deputy with the uh, medical shit. Yeah, and I'm and get ready. Get ready to test people. Do- Doc, you stay behind me, and then. Yeah. Well, let's you know let's right. get some order first, and then see if we can uh, suss out what's going on here. Yeah. Who so was, honestly, who I don't was know how to use this. In Mills's house. Hmm? Cavalier and me, and who else was with us? Doc. Me. You remember, Doc? You remember mm-hmm. in Mills's house, and you remember. They Wait, who's Mills? Unimportant. Let's uh, let's get this done here. Mills, who? Do yes. I know Mills? Yeah, Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, I mean, how small no. town is? Do I know Mills? No, he lives no in the it's not that small of a town. All right, whatever. Yeah. Knock on the door. Any answer? Uh, there is no answer at the front door, uh, and the door is locked. Um, okay. Uh, so while you're doing that, the guy's in the back. What are you doing? Are you just waiting? Who's in uh, the back? Forrest and I? Yep. We're going in, aren't we? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You want to go in first or second? Or you want to flip for it? Side by side. Do we have flashlights? Um, side the lights by side are, through a broken window? The lights are on in the basement. You can yeah, see down. Let's do this. And what you're actually seeing is like seven uh, cement steps going down into the basement. There's a cement floor, but the the the, the steps are covered in snow at this point. Mm. Are there any tracks? Uh, no, but the the door has been looks almost literally torn open. All right, uh, tripping hazard. Let's uh, go carefully here. All right. Uh, you can do a an alertness. Big time fail. Oh, <laughs> I'm having a horrible time at this. <laughs> okay, that's fine. All right. Um, when you go down the steps, um, you can see that it's a, a fairly decent sized uh, basement. Um, there, uh, there are a number of boxes and you know things that people would store down in the basement old chunk and bits and pieces of furniture um the room is well this is what your guess is if if the house is kind of mostly a rectangle it's a gigantic rectangle however in the middle of the room uh there there is a dividing wall and stairs going up into the house so you can see 
in this part where all the junk and stuff is, but you can't see around the corner to the rest of the basement hmm. from where you are. Is all it right. warm in here? Is there what? Is it warm in here? Um, not particularly because of the big hole in the door. Yeah. But it's warmer than outside. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably pretty toasty comparatively, but, uh, what is it? Uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of, uh, leaving that exit exposed. So one of us is going to go through and do a sweep of the basement and the other one's going to stand by the store to make sure nothing gets out behind us. Okay. Who's going down the stairs first? What is it? Uh, what'll it be, uh, Dick? Do you want to uh, stand by the door or uh, search the basement? Um, I'll search the basement. All right. All right. I'll stand by the door while uh, Dick leads. Six. Dick, do a con roll. Oh, seven. Six. Okay. You manage not to slip and slide down the stairs. <laughs> So you get to the bottom, and you are now at the, the base of the cellar stairs in the room. Like I see, there's junk all around you. And I have my revolver out. Okay. Sticking to a wall, I'm just going to kind of sweep around the room. No, you can't stick to the walls because there's junk all around. Right, so I'm as close You're as I can. moving through the middle, yeah. Yep. All right. And, uh, what is it? I'm laying on my belly, uh, trying to keep him uh, in sight uh, okay. as long as I can. But obviously, when he gets around the corner, that's not going to happen. Right. Um, when you come to uh, the the passage, uh, it's not a passage; just the part of the room that doesn't have the, the middle stairs. Yeah. Um, you can see that the side of the room you're on was where a lot of storage was. And the other side of the room looks like uh, like the laundry area. Mm -hmm. The first thing you think is that lying on the ground in front of the washer and dryer is a big plastic bag. Big black plastic bag. And it it seems to be jiggling. I back up. <laughs> okay. I get in sight of Forrest and I wave him down here. All right. I will uh, make my way down the stairs. You said a conroll? Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, to go down the stairs. The other three, you've, you've realized that nobody's answering the door. What do you want to do? Well. Well, wait. Villager, what do you suggest your... Well, I guess I have to determine whether or not I have, you know, reasonable cause suspicion that there's well, they, somebody in danger inside this house. Well, you did see the, the hole basement. in the back, so. Yeah. The basement. Yeah, there's the hole in the back, and, um, deputy. All right. If it, uh, if it elucidates some of the situation. Have you seen that uh, the John Carpenter movie? The Thing? Uh, no. Hmm. Well, that orange shit kind of works like that. Um, it can, it replicates 
or it attempts to replicate tissue. If if this shit gets in people's brains, it's going to be awful, awful, worse than mad cow disease. All right, this is some pretty crazy shit he's telling me. I I know it sounds crazy, but yeah. you just gotta trust us. With FEMA, we know what we're doing. All right, well, I'm gonna kick the door open, or try to. All right, let's do a strength roll. Trust us. We're the federal government. Normal success. All right, uh, you hit it pretty hard, and it uh, it pops, and it opens. Uh, you okay. immediately are hit with a blast of warmth from inside. Okay. Temperature being turned uh, up. Oh shit! Go ahead and um, start uh, checking the corners. Well, Doc, when you the same conditions. when you look inside, what you're looking into is yeah. kind of a central uh, foyer of the house. Directly in front of you are stairs going upstairs to the second level. Um, uh, to your right, there is an opening going into a room. To the left, there's an opening going into a room. And then there's a hallway on either side of the stairs. Looks like there's doors down there, maybe to other rooms. I'm going to send a quick text to the other two. ENT main FL. How, how should we approach this? I've got the shotgun. Doc, you should be with one of us if we have to split up. You shouldn't have to. Uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm behind you too. Let's just uh, agree. What let's do move forward to? and see what's going on here. Well, I'm an actual police officer, so yeah. What do you think? I should take the lead. Okay. Just stick together. So we go left. Okay. okay. First room. Sounds right. good. Your immediate um, uh, impression of the inside here. Uh, is that whoever lives here is kind of artsy-fartsy. Um, the walls are not white. The walls are each painted some different color. Um, there's partial murals on the wall, like big flowers and things like that. Um, uh, you, you step into the room on the left, and it is the dining room. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a large room. There's... Uh, looks like a kind of a communal table and you can see that on the back of the, the room it opens into the kitchen uh, which is there um there are porno magazines open all over the the dining room table oh, shit. fuck all right onto the kitchen all right okay. uh, I'm sure that there's nobody hiding in here yeah, I, I'm scouting along as well with my shopping. You, uh, you see uh, directly into the kitchen, there is a back door. Um, you can see that there are a lot of unwashed dishes in the sink. And there are three large dog bowls on the floor. Oh, okay. yeah. There is no food in the dog bowls. I'm glad I never saw that John Carpenter movie. Hey, hey, Doc, you know the, the thing? Um, I'm hoping uh, it can't affect uh, yeah, these dogs because mm, I don't okay. want 
just check the back door. Is the back door like uh, locked? Is it broken? Is back it... door is locked. It's not broken. Okay. All right. Um, this the place has a sort of a female touch to it. You would think, um, okay. but not overly so. Very artsy. Everything is all painted. Mm -hmm. um, okay. There's a few weird paintings on the wall, but they're not that weird. Who's supposed to live here? Uh, Jonah Washington. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So back then from the kitchen, back through the dining room, out back to that little kind of hall, entry All hall, right. and the first door on the left. Well, the, the hall, the hall actually connects to the kitchen. Um, oh, and you see that the only thing left on this side is a bathroom. Uh, Check bathroom. the bathroom anyway. Got bathroom seems like a little guest bathroom. Nothing okay. in particular. More, okay. more art. Uh, as as we're exploring, I am trying to keep alert for anything out of the ordinary or things in the. Shadow. Somebody in the house was obviously an artist. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, all right, guys, guys, uh, you did you climb out of the basement? Or are you both in the basement? No, no, no. I just yeah, both in the basement. Before us, then I waved him down here, and then when he comes down. I point, I move forward slightly and I point at whatever is wiggling on the laundry room floor. Yep. And I already rolled my uh, con for the stairs. I passed that. Okay. Um, what is it? So you, you, you move around the, the, the stairs going up to the, the first level. Yeah. Um, you look over, you see the washer and dryer, and you see this, this bag. But now that you get a better look at it, this is not a. This is not a black plastic bag at all. Um, to your horror, what you realize is there is a woman lying on the floor, her eyes staring at you, her mouth open, and her body has expanded into a huge, jiggling black bag. And you think there's something inside moving. You also notice that there is a tool chest thrown over next to her, and there are large quantities of blood on the ground. A tool chest, like, spilled open. Yeah. She was partly dressed, uh, but, but it looks like she, uh, part of her clothes are ripped, um, as if someone or something attacked her. Um, she looks like she was maybe in her early 50s or maybe late 40s. And but she expanded way past human capacity. Yes. Something is growing inside of her. And it's I, I'm, jiggling. I'm calling Doc on the phone. All right. Doc. Monster in basement. <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah, we, we enter the main floor. We've got, uh, we've got, I don't know what to call it, an infested one ready to pop down here in the basement. You got, you have to see this. This thing Shit. can All right. go anytime. All right, I'll head, I'll head your what way. Is it, uh... I don't mean I head to the, or try to find the basement stairs. You're going to try to find the basement stairs? All right. It seems obvious that it's probably just on the other side of the stairs. 
because the stair the the stairs going upstairs would also have stairs going downstairs behind them. So you that walk structurally makes sense, right? You walk around in front of the stairs, and there's another room. You're guessing it's probably like the living room because there's couches and stuff. And once again, you can see lots of pornography in there. Um, and then there's a little hallway, and you can see there's a door under the stairs. However, when you turn that corner, there seems to be um, a cloth uh, of like a blue tarp uh, that has um, paint that's been like done in a abstract sort of design hung up on the wall. So it's on the wall where the stairs are. And it's not hung up very well. It's like it's hiding something. Okay. If um, if keys or uh, yeah. filigree followed me at all or heard well, my conversation, I'll just question. look back at him. That was going to be my question. Did you, did you try to get my attention or... Not particularly. Otherwise, I, I went upstairs. Yeah. I would have stayed okay. with Doc. Any, I would have stayed with Doc. I'm, okay, I filigree's getting, okay. Ready, getting ready to go upstairs. All right. Uh, keys. Yeah. Ready yourself. I'm going to pull this back and check. Okay, I've got a shotgun. And I'm going to look behind it. All right. There are blood splatters on the wall. Okay. It looks like somebody was attacked. But and then other this than was, that... This was put up there to maybe hide the blood splatters. Okay. But I can go down the stairs without... Yeah. Um, okay. Th now, at the end of that hall, there are two doors. The one that's under the stairs, obviously basement, and there's one directly across from it, probably into a bedroom. Okay. All right. Um, and, and Tom, was I... Uh, so I've got, the, I've got a medical bag. Am I able to prepare a syringe of sedative? Sure. Okay. I do a medical roll to make it right. fair. Whether you brought anything like that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a success. All right. So yes. So I've got a syringe. Um, I'll turn to I'll turn to uh, keys. All right. Uh, go. Go with filigree. I'll meet up with the other two downstairs. Um, there's a situation down there. That will we'll work. That will work on. Um, if he sees too much, try and send him to me. All right. Yeah. What? Well, all right. Uh, I I will quickly shout for Godspeed. Filigree. <laughs> yep, and I'll head filigree. down the stairs. Filigree, wait up. All right. Uh, so Doc, uh, you go down the stairs, yep. and. You see the two of them standing dumbfounded near the bottom of the stairs. Uh, and as you get there, you take a look. Uh, the three of you can do sanity rolls if you didn't already. Ooh, that's a fail. Ooh, I made it. That's a pass. All right. If you, if you pass, do a 1d4. If you fail, do a 1d6. All right. Oh, that's two points. Three points. There we go. Four points. All right. So, uh, 
Doc, you're a little shaken by what you see. Um, like, I was expecting it, but uh, that shit's messed up. Yeah, and uh, this kind of goes without saying, but uh, Forrest has a, uh, what is it, uh, his gun trained on the uh, victim slash entity, and uh, if it sneezes, I might shoot it. All right, I'm going to I'm going to inspect it. Is the is the lady still conscious? No. alive. No, no, she's dead. Super dead. All right. Yeah, you're that, you're, you're that makes my job true. slightly that makes my job slightly easier. So, with whatever medical shit I've got, I'm going to make the most lethal injection I can. Wait. This is a really good opportunity. Nope. Capture one of these things. Nope. Hold on. Let me. We have let me multiple make this... entities. We cannot capture a living specimen. Let me specimen. make this just in case. We don't know what's upstairs yet. Yeah. This we don't is know not how the many people that... were in here. This is not the adult that breached the perimeter. We do not have the capability to take multiple entities alive. It is okay for us to take out one of them. Okay. And I'm not. I'm not sure what you want to. Do you want to study this or what? Here's what personally, I personally. Personally, I'd rather burn and then. Here's here's what I think. We were sent here to catalog and, and like salvage the green box stuff. In the green box, item 10A was an ammo crate with a living specimen. Right. So shouldn't we try to refill well, the ammo crate with a living specimen? What is it? Uh, we'll worry about that when we, uh, what is it, uh, find uh, one? I, f I feel like that's a spirit of the law versus letter of the law kind of argument. Currently, currently, I'm feeling more spiritual. What is it, uh, Doc? Uh, do your job. Like, so I'll have, I'll have two syringes ready. Any, any objections? Wait, wait, what are you gonna do? Just shoot this thing full of like poison? Ideally, and if it doesn't <laughs> die, then you can try high velocity poison. But if you're just gonna grab, jab it through the, the, the. The, the the human cocoon here. You don't know what you're gonna hit. You might not hit anything. It's I mean, connected really, by. What I'd, is I'd it, rather uh, not. I'd rather not perform a cesarean section right now. But it's connected by uh, its blood system. Otherwise, the uh, young couldn't uh, survive. Right, but that's based. But that's based on sort of human and and mammalian biology. We don't know well, what this thing is. Also, uh, also parasites. It's uh, feeding on the host. So if you poison the host, well, the host it, uh... isn't the host isn't circulating blood anymore. Yeah, the host is dead. Yeah. The three of All you right. do a, an alertness. This is going to. Oh no, that's a fail. No, that is fail. the first one that I passed tonight. <laughs> All right. That's um, a fail. I'm just I'm just po po uh, perched over this thing, looking back at the other two talking to him. <laughs> um, those of you who passed, um, it takes you a second to realize that you think oh, it at man. first, and, and you don't pay that close attention. And then, uh, the more you guys are discussing what you're going to do, 
the more you begin to realize that the vibrations of this thing, this liquid bag full of stuff, uh, is actually reacting to your voices. It's wobbling as you guys speak, as if it's detecting your sound vibrations. Ooh, cheese and crackers. Mike, if you guys want me to cut this thing open, wait. I'll do it. But wait, 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 Doc. What? It's reacting to our voices. Shit. It, is it, does it stop moving as we quiet down? Yeah. Well, right, I mean, I, yes and no. There's still obviously something. It, it's like you're looking at a huge fetal sack. So there's still something moving, but it's not it's not reacting to the sound of your mind. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna back up and whisper to him. Yeah. Filigree's two floors up. Yeah, why'd you bring a cop? We don't have time to debate this. We gotta keep this quiet. What's more, we can't have three people down here guarding an embryo when there's an adult probably up there with keys. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta we do, do this. We gotta do this quick and quiet. What are we gonna do? You wanna kill it? Ideally, yes. Best way to neutralize it, that is the best way to minimize casualties. Like what we do anything I else, we risk this thing getting out and what starting again. What if I found a big old crate to throw it in? I look at it. It's like human-sized, right? Yeah, half human-sized, maybe. Yeah. Um, Tom, I want to go into I, the other, other part of the room where there's all the junk uh -huh. and just see if there's some kind of old dresser or steamer chest or... Nothing like that. They're all cardboard boxes. Yeah. Um, the stuff in them... All seems to be like childhood stuff, uh, girly childhood stuff. What is it? Uh, here, Warthog, we don't have time for that. Uh, you, If you feel strongly about gotta... it, you stay down here. You guard this. We have to go upstairs to potentially deal with the threat. Doc, do a, an alertness. That's a pass. Whatever this woman was wearing is kind of stretched and popped open. Um, but you suddenly realize that there is a rectangle in what was a pocket on this. You're pretty sure that's her cell phone. I'm going to take that out. All right. Very delicately. Uh, you pull it out. It's a, it's a, it's a cell phone. And I'm going to turn it on to silent. Okay. I'm going to flick that switch. It lights up, right. but uh, um, it's got a, looks like it's got the fingerprint reader. Um, her hand's still normal, right? More or less, yeah. All right. Just light out on the sides. Yeah, while I'm while I'm down here, I might as well unlock her phone and see what's up. All right. Any new messages? 
Uh, there is. Um, there is a voicemail. Um, you, you hit the voicemail, and it is a woman's voice. Okay. And she says, uh, hi, this is uh, Tilda Hastings. Uh, looks like our pipe broke in the basement. We have water. Can you come and fix it? Thanks. Bye. Uh, this looks like the message was sent at about 5.30 a.m. And this is uh, a repairman. Well, you also notice uh, from landlord. the phone, looking around the phone, yeah, that um, this person owns a number of properties. And, uh, oh, I should have said it says, hi, Pamela. Sorry. Okay. Hi, Pamela. This is Tilda. What is it? Uh, we have one infected upstairs who is luring victims here. Uh, we can't waste any more time. Dick, if you... Do we know we've got one infected upstairs? Yes, they lured a well, victim over here. Not necessarily, but I, we, we, can't, we can't debate this. We just can't. We don't have time. Dick, if you want to guard this, you can do it. I'm not going to stop you. Don't let don't, this thing get out. Don't give it an inch. If that thing starts, if it starts rupturing at all, end it. Something tells me we're going to have ample opportunities to take multiple uh, creatures like, in various stages. We can we, we have can to throw stairs. We can throw the we can throw the mason jar back in the box if you want to obey the letter of the law here. But okay, do okay. not give this thing an inch. Okay. What All is right. it? Uh, I'm uh, going. Forrest, let's let's head up. Yeah, I'm going upstairs to check on uh, keys and. Uh, Deputy Filigree. Yeah. So now I've got I've got three syringes prepared. One with one full of sedative, and then two that are lethal. Okay. Oh, I'm trying to set something up. Uh. <laughs> That's not ominous. <laughs> Um, lethal, lethal, lethal are in right side pockets. Sedative is in left side pocket. Just FYI, right. <laughs> not mixing those two up. Um. So you're are you going to inject the thing with the stuff? Not yet, because right. yeah, we left Warthog's, uh, Warthog's is babysitting. Yeah, right. we left Warthog to babysit, and we're going upstairs to check on uh, filigree and keys. All right. Um, filigree and keys. Uh, you get to the top of the stairs and uh, there is, it, it's kind of like a T. So you get to the top of the stairs and it goes in both directions and there's a door at each end. Uh, these are obviously bedrooms. It's going to take one each or? You also realize that the house is arranged like apartments at this point. I can't hear you, Ian. How about now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll take the left. Okay, I'll take the right. All right. Um, Agent Keys. 
the door is closed, but it's not locked. Um, you start to open the door, and without getting it four inches open, you realize that there is blood and gore all over the floor uh, inside this room. It's a bedroom. And there is something uh, lying next to the bed uh, that looks like a very large black plastic bag that's jiggling. Uh, but that's all you see. And the smell is atrocious. Oh, man. Filigree, how's your room? Uh, I will. <laughs> Deputy Filigree. Um, you open up your door and you are looking into uh, a bedroom, obviously a girl's room. Uh, the carpet seems, uh, you know, uh, kind of worn out. Uh, there's once again, there's art all over the walls. Uh, you can see there's pornography. Uh, there is a laptop, a desk computer, and a cell phone sitting on a desk. But what makes you jump at first is there is something large and odd standing in the corner of the room. Um, your best guess would be some sort of a sculpture of a gorilla thing with a ginormous penis and huge... Uh, but it's a sculpture? It's not moving? Well, you're just... That's, this is as you're opening the door. Oh, um, man. But it's, it's horrible. It's, it's got a huge... It doesn't have a head. It has a, sort of a tubular thing with a gigantic sucking mouth with hundreds of little teeth and some enormous looking bat-like ears and but the more you look at it the more you think that it must be a sculpture because it's it's like something from dungeons and dragons all right well this room's clear i turn and start going back towards keys what do you got on your end? I I've entered uh, a lot of blood, a lot of goods, some black sack. I think. Anything you see in that room? Anything at all? Some uh, freaky sculpture shit. This chick's a fucking really disturbed artist. <laughs> Look like something from a fucking H.R. Geiger painting in there. Uh, <laughs> all right, about so I'll this go, time. I'll go look in the room that he was in. All right. Uh, as you're walking across the hall, the other guys get to the bottom of the stairs and see you and start up. But is right. it? Uh, I'll. I'm not going to call out to them. I'm going to join up uh, with people because apparently the entities are sensitive to sound. Mm. And as soon as I get close, I'm going to like motion that they, you know. So I go into the room and see the large bag, black right. bag you, that's pulsing. And... Uh, you, you open up the door. And when you do, you're hit with a horrible, fetid smell. 
um, there on the floor is a person, you'd guess. It looks like they're bloated enormously. Uh, looks like a scroungy looking fellow with a partial beard, uh, completely naked, but blown up like a, a blimp. There is blood everywhere. There is blood splattered on the walls. There's a bed. There's blood all over the bed. There is a video camera set up on the side of the bed uh, with uh, recording equipment. Um, this is obviously uh, a, a, a murder. There's also yeah. on, on the far wall, there are paintings and the paintings are insane. They're pictures of that thing in the other room. And the guy tripped it out a cult. I let out a loud um, exclamation. Oh, fuck. What the? Um, you, you can do it. It's a sanity roll as well. Yeah. You too, Alex, if you haven't. Yeah. Cause I, oh, yeah. I rolled a four. Uh, that's a fail in 96. So. Right. Uh, so, uh, uh, filigree. Oh, what have you found up there, gentlemen? Roll four and uh, four sanity. I mean, a, a four sided dice. Alex, you roll uh, six sided dice. Okay. Luckily, it was only free. So. Okay. <laughs> you guys uh, better all get downstairs, get outside. This is, um, this is no, a murder scene. No, uh, what is it? Yeah, uh, I will, I will grab my radio and I start radioing in. Hold on. For, uh, hold, hold up. Hold up. Dispatch. Deputy, wait. Hold. What is it? Uh, keys. We got a situation in the basement. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. Living entity. You're you're up there with keys. Okay. You came up the yeah. stairs. Yeah, I'm uh, can we look in? Can we look into the room and see? Yeah. Oh, another one. Right. Okay. Is this dark? This Filigree. one seems bigger, and it seems to be very wobbly. You almost can think that the 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 the, the skin is really super thin. Right. Well, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to lean in close to Doc and say. Uh, can you take care of this one? Sure. Hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna gesture to both uh, uh, keys and filigree. Just... What yeah. are you I, talking about, man? There's people it. dead here. Doc, get, get out. Shh. I'm we're talking quiet. What is it? Uh, I'll pull the gonna, deputy. I'll pull the deputy yeah. aside and just kind of distract him and be like, uh, "The doc's gonna have a, a look." Everybody uh, who's up up top, uh, do a. Dex roll. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that's a. That's pretty that good. But what's my dex? That's no, a pass. Cool, that's a pass. Did you all pass? Yeah. Yeah, I rolled a seven. All right. Dexterity is kind of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but none of you failed. It still passed. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you don't make any loud noises, but you do make a little bit of noise, and when you do, that thing reacts very strongly. Okay. okay, so I'm go going ahead. to watch it, and if so, like uh, if I see something like a, a bump brush against the outside of the, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at that and kind of gauge anatomy on what's inside just from the uh, the bumps. What is it? Uh... You want me to, if you want me to roll for that? Um, no. Okay. I think. That's what you begin to see. It's almost as if there's a, a hand 
inside a muscular okay. arm pushing. Can I find can I find a head or a no, torso? Can't see any just the any just the arm. Right. Okay. Okay. So I go for forest. Stay with filigree and just right. Is it, look uh, in this room. Doc, you do your thing. I've noticed that the uh, drawings here match something that filigree was on about. So I'm going to go and check out the other room. All right. Um, you see what he saw. You see this statue made of clay. Um, it's incredibly detailed. You realize that, imagine, if you will, a, a human torso, uh, but on a large level with large muscles. Um, the thing stands on its hands, and the bot from the torso down, the body is sort of recurved forward with what at first looks like an enormous penis sticking out, but it's not a penis. It's the thing that was in uh, 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 Skip's throat. Okay. It has the same features on it, and they're in exquisite detail. She, whoever this artist, this whoever this was, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect representation. It also you get immediately the impression that they were worshiping it. Um, that they've got candles around and. They've painted paintings. Some of the paintings are actually painted with blood. Um, okay. It looks like they've created a kind of a jungle and they're, they, they've painted this thing. Uh, um, I'll take a photograph on a... So on your I phone? Yeah, on the phone. I'll just take a photograph of it. And of the candles, just... What is it? As uh, yeah, as, uh, as all this is happening, I'm going to uh, text... Uh, Warthog and say uh, if you hear gunshots uh, pop the bubble and come running. There, um, we need a sample. Text. There also, Alex, is a laptop and a cell phone on the okay, table. I will check both. I'll do my uh, usual business. Alright. Do a do a Intelli uh, what is it? Uh, signal Six, intelligence. Oh, fuck off. I got three O's. Three, three yeah. zeros. So uh, the laptop, uh, the laptop, you're not sure if it wasn't plugged in or uh, if it's dead or, or what, but it's, it's not functioning. Um, okay. It doesn't look like it it's broken, so you don't know why. Um, do the cell phone. So roll, roll, roll signal intelligence okay. for that one. Okay, that is 70. I'm 70. So. Okay. Um, it's a model that you find fairly easy to uh, circumnavigate the, uh, the thing. And you find a uh, voice message on it. You realize that this cell phone belonged to Tilda Hastings. Okay. Um, and there is... Uh, uh, there is, uh, there's a couple things on here. Um, there is a message from a woman named Pamela 
Decatur. And it says, hi, Tilda, I'll be there at 9 a.m. You're guessing it's the woman downstairs. Okay. Um, and that call was made at 5.30 a.m. So it matches up. Uh, the other one is the very last uh, message that's on there. Hey, ladies, it's Chad. We got power. Party's on. Maximilian Hall, 9 p.m. tomorrow. See you there. And that is where we're going to leave you guys for the moment, uh, except there's a little bit more. Um, so I just want to read off to you. <clears throat> this is concerning uh, Agent Cavalier. Agent Cavalier, you don't know how long you were unconscious. The last thing you remember was feeling elation for solving the nine-sided box pu puzzle. Now you just feel hot. As you open your eyes, there is a strong brightness that stabs into your skull. You blink to allow your eyes to adjust. The light is weird. You seem to be in, an open, in the open air, but you're lying on a tiled pavement. There is a cacophony of colors all around you, and you begin to realize your situation. There are buildings behind you, towering towards the sky like mountains. And ahead of you, a deep valley, also covered in strange buildings. Nothing is square, no sharp corners anywhere, like great mushrooms they are, and all surrounded by a lush jungle, black and dense. The heat is oppressive, and as you look into the sky, you are terrified to see three suns. One is huge and red, it dominates the sky. The second is blue, but substantially smaller. And the third one is orange-yellow. It's a trinary system of stars. The colors create strange multicolored shadows. As you stand, you can see a huge arched doorway in the organic structure behind you. Three figures approach. The creatures, uh, the creatures on each side are alien, barrel-shaped, weird monstrosities, nine feet tall, like some huge sea creature, elevated from the ground by slithering tentacles. The top is a star shape with bulbous, round, red, unblinking eyes. They appear to be, there appear to be fan-like wings. They stretch out to either side, and in front there's a network of tentacled hands that grasp long spear-like weapons, in, uh, like golden halberds. Strangest of all, in this alien landscape, is the one in the center. It's an old woman. She's dressed in a brown peasant costume, like something from the 1600s. Uh, the three glide forward. You notice then that the puzzle box is sitting there, reassembled next to you. The old woman places her hand on it. She smiles and she looks at you, her cracked lips parting to show old, damaged teeth. My thanks to you, Agent of Delta Green, for returning this unto me. Now, at last, I can get on with my work. She turns to the alien creatures. We may have need of him in the future. Place him in one of the high towers so that he may look down and wonder at his fate. Do it now. 
The creatures immediately approach with their spears pointed at you. I would say unto thee, fare you well, but alas, you will not. The old woman cackles as they take you to some blistering tower prison on an alien planet with no hope of ever returning. And that's the end of your character. Oh my god! <laughs> and the Just end of our game this is... <laughs> Our players included Brian Daly, Matt Ryan, Josh Harwood, Ryan Sesney, and Ian Christensen with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of the Google Playing Game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>